Welcome to the Student Startup Podcast. We develop first-class students for first-class service. Student Startup is the internship for entrepreneurs, not just for future business owners, but for any student who wants to reject childish ways and spend their years as a student interning as an adult. Well, hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Student Startup Podcast. We are in the middle of an exciting series. We are highlighting 10 of our very best, most impressive, most inspiring students. And I am joined by one of those students today, Kaylin Jackson, owner of one of the premier babysitting enterprises here in Wichita. I know this because I'm one of her clients. She is KK to our daughter, Belle, who's three and a half. Kaylin, KK, thank you for joining us on the podcast today. Yes, I'm so glad to be here. Thank you for inviting me. Absolutely. Well, Kaylin, we know you well. We are your clients. But many folks listening, they don't know you. Why don't you introduce folks to who you are and what you're up to these days? Um, my name is Kaylin Jackson. I attend school at Central Christian Academy. I attend church at Central Christian Church. I have my own babysitting business called Kaylin's Kid and Critter Care, where I have a bit traditional babysitting services and pet sitting services. I would like to play a lot of sports. I enjoy being outside and spending time in my Bible and yeah, hanging out with friends is a big part of my life. Kaylin, that is awesome. I love every bit of that story. The, the common theme throughout all of that is you're creating value, like you're making a difference, whether that's with your family or at church or in your business. I'd love to hear the story of how all of this got started. How old were you when you started your business? How did you get your first couple clients? Tell us your story. So right now I'm 13. I'm going into eighth grade. I started my business when I was 12. And right before I turned 12, I actually got started when um, one of the student startup people uh, Lisa Herring came to my youth group and was talking about student startup and just talking about joining. And it sounded really interesting to me. I've always loved kids and loved babysitting. And I used to babysit for some of the people that go to my church. So that's how I kind of got started. I got my first few clients through student startup, actually, some more regular customers. Like you said previously, I babysit for you guys. And it's a big joy in my life. I love Belle. So I really got started more through student startup. Okay. So cool. So cool, Kaylin. Tell us about your client makeup. So certainly you're, you're doing some babysitting for individuals. Uh, do you do any small groups, any group babysitting? Tell us about that. Yes. So I have my own group that I babysit for from a church. It's like their small group. I babysit for them every other Sunday. They've paused for the summer, but they might pick back up when school starts. So that'll be nice. It's around 12 to 15 kids. So we have a lot of fun. It's every other Sunday for about two hours. I don't have any other main groups that I babysit for, more of individuals, but I do have that group. Okay, so students listening, this is a huge thing. So oftentimes when folks think about babysitting, they think of young families like ours who want to go on a date night or something like that, and they, they need a babysitter for the evening. What Kaylin's tapping into, though, is there are church groups all over the country who have regular meetings, like every week or every other week where they do their Bible study and they need not just care for one child or two children, but for a whole group of children. And what's cool about this, Kaylin, I'd love for you to unpack this more. When you're babysitting a lot of kids, you can earn more money. 
and that regular business is really helpful as well. Tell us a little bit more about like the the logistics there. Is it you by yourself with 12 to 15 kids? Do you have a, a sidekick who helps you? Tell, tell us more. So I do have someone who helps me. Her name is Shelby. She's a part of Student Startup too. She goes to church with the group. So it is me and her and we start with like activities and just kind of entertain the kids, have fun, play some games, play outside while the parents do their small group. I've also done some subbing for other groups. Like I've done you guys' group, Joe, and some other groups from Student Startup who just like if, say, I got sick and I needed a substitute, Student Startup can plug in another student sitter to go to my group. So good. So good. So, Kaylin, the groups you're babysitting for, the one in particular, have you been able to what we call upsell? So it's similar to when you come into a restaurant and you're looking for an entree and they say, hey, would you also like to have a dessert or would you also like to have an appetizer? Have you been able to say, hey, I'm here babysitting for you for a church group. Here's my business card. Feel free to contact me for weekend babysitting as well or evenings. Have you have you had any repeat clients that have come from the small group? Not technically from the small group, but I have given out my card to a lot of the families there. But since they all go to the same church, they've uh, recommended me to come babysit for them. And they're like, when they're at church and like they have like church events, I'll go babysit for like their nursery or their kids' classes. Okay. Okay. Very cool. Well, let's pivot here, Kaylin, and let's talk about the pet side. So you talked about kids and critters. Is that what you call your business? Yes. Kaylin's Kid and Critter Care. So on the kids' side, it's just traditional babysitting and sitting services. And then on the critter side, it's like pet sitting and stuff like that. Like if someone goes out of town, they need someone to walk their dog kind of thing. That's amazing. So tell us tell us about the, the critter side of the business. I'm curious, in your view, which one is more profitable? I'm curious which one is more complex. Like tell us tell us the differences between the kids and the critters. Personally, for me, I think the kids side of it is definitely more profitable and definitely works around my schedule a little bit more. On the critter side, you kind of have to work around your schedule for when, say, if you're caring for a dog, you need to work around the schedule of like, what times do the dog, does the dog need to go outside or what time do they need to be fed kind of thing. But if you're babysitting, you can kind of plan more. That's great. So we've talked about sort of what you're up to. I want to get into a little bit more details of the how. So let's start with just a few pro tips for what you do running your business that you believe sets you apart from your customers' other options? What do you do extra or different that helps set you apart? Something I like to do for my uh, babysitting customers is I like to bring prizes for my kids. If they've had a really good day that day and they listened and we had just a good time, I like to let them pick out a prize for my prize bag. I think that brings a lot of uh, joy and fun into it. And I like to plan activities for the kids like I know I've made a few laser mazes for some kids to go through. So That's amazing. So again, we've experienced this firsthand. You know how this is when you have a three-year-old, mom and dad go on a date, they just cry and cry and cry. And then as soon as you leave, then they're all smiles and having a great time. But what I saw you do, Kaylin, was as we were preparing to leave, you actually brought out one of the prizes for Belle. You said, hey, Belle, I brought some prizes for you. And she was mesmerized. She was so interested in those prizes, she forgot about crying for a minute. What I'd like to know, Kaylin, 
that created a lot of value for us. That was a differentiator because we didn't have to leave wondering, ooh, I wonder how she's doing because that's a lot of mental weight on us. We knew she was having fun because she was having fun when, when we left. So it was valuable to us. How much did it cost you? I'm just curious. How much do some of those prizes cost? I like to go to my local Dollar Tree because they just have fun, small prizes that you can give away. If it's like something more for like a big group, I like to do that too because it can come in like packs. So if I have like a big group or something like that, I would say like maybe five to ten dollars. It's not really expensive; pretty cheap actually. Right on. So you're you're talking dollar store. So in mm-hmm. this situation, let let's say you're getting paid forty dollars for a babysitting job, and your costs are a dollar worth of prizes. Let's say, friend, this is where you put on your business owner hat. This is how you create what we call good profit. So you, Kaylin, have found a new and better way to serve your clients. So the laser mazes, the prizes, the activities, all those things, they don't cost very much money. You've helped serve the customers better and you've stewarded resources well. So you could have bought some prize for 20 bucks, but little kids like things that are 20 cents just as much as things that are 20 bucks so often. So that's how you create good profit is you serve people well at a low cost to you everybody wins that is a business principle that you can apply in any business you run anytime so good job thanks for being a great example of that thank you it's also really important when especially when parents do leave kids are like i want my i want my mom or i want my dad but it's really hard on the parents because you don't want to leave your kid crying with what seems like a stranger almost. So it's very important to really, really connect with the kids and show them that, Hey, we're going to have fun. It's not going to be a sad time. We're going to have fun and we're going to forget about it. You know, we're just going to enjoy ourselves. You're so right. And again, we've experienced this. So it's even better than you're describing. So this is, this is so cool. So your product is fantastic, but business is not only operations. If you will, having a great product, It's also about marketing, helping people find your great product, showing them the benefits of it. So as you think about marketing and growing your business, what has been most helpful to you on that journey? And what are some tips maybe other students learn from? I like to get my business out in the open. So when I'm at church and I serve in my church nursery, I've asked if I can put my business cards out on like our front desk so parents can grab them when they come and pick up their kids. And that's really helped. And then also our student sitter flyers that we have online to kind of just send those out to families that I know. Okay. Adding that little bit of professionalism builds trust. So they mm-hmm. see on your flyers, which by the way, on Kaylin's flyers, there's a picture of her smiling on her business cards and flyers. That's so important because you make that human connection. Again, it's in your network, it's your church, it's your parents, friends, so they trust you, all of those things. Most businesses are high trust businesses, but there is nothing more high trust than caring for somebody's children. And so as you're thinking about marketing, what you're really doing is you're building trust with people from your interactions to the service, to the flyers, all of that is about building trust, which gives parents peace of mind, which is what they're really paying for. You're not going to get customers if you're not smiling. That's what I like to say. Because if you're smiling and you have a good attitude about it, they're like, oh, she was nice. I like her. Or... If you're not smiling, it's kind of like, oh, do I really want her to watch my kid? Do she going to have fun kind of thing? So very important. That's a big thing. So we, we talk about 
the core values of being humble, hungry, and people smart. And our friend Erica, who's the founder of Student Sitters, she always says, part of being people smart is being little people smart, getting down at their level, knowing how to speak toddler and speak child and all the rest. It's an interesting skill set. People who can interact with parents really well and people who can interact with children well, so good. And I, again, as a customer, your communication to us, hey, I know Kaylin's just 13, but she communicates like she's 30. But then she can get down on the floor with the kids and play like she's set. That is a super cool combination that everybody can learn from. Well, Kaylin, let's switch gears here just a little bit. We've talked about who you are. We've talked about what you're up to, growing your business. Tell us about growing yourself. My guess is you don't want to do babysitting the rest of your life. What are you doing to grow yourself so you're ready for the next opportunity? Something I like to really pay attention to is statistics. Statistics show that my generation is uh, mainly going to be entrepreneurs based on uh, just lots of different research and stuff. So I would like to be mentally and physically prepared to be successful in life. I would love to be a lawyer when I grow up and open my own law firm in Los Angeles. So that's very important to me to be very ready and people smart, as uh, we like to say it here at Student Startup. So, I love it. So one of these days, maybe I could work for you, Kaylin. Would that be cool? Would that, would that be okay I with you? I would love that. I love be it. Be one of my so, best employees. All right. I'll put my resume in. So I lo- love the vision. Being an attorney, owning your own law firm, maybe going out to California. I love that. What are some of the things that you're doing today to prepare yourself to reach those goals? Feedback. I love to ask the parents I babysit for for feedback and if there's anything I can do better because I don't want to just think I'm doing everything I can to help my customers. If there's something that they want me to do to be a good babysitter for them, I would love to know their feedback and have uh, that vision of, I need to do this to be a better babysitter. I need to do this to be a better pet sitter, just a person in general. So so that's another great example, Kaylin, of our core value of being humble. You know, you want to get better. And so you're asking for feedback from your clients to help you get better, which is so important. What I also know you do, Kaylin, is you focus on building yourself through reading good books. I don't know about you, but most teenagers I know do not read personal growth books. You do. How did your experience reading some books, meeting with mentors? How has that gone? It's really helped me in uh, not only my personal walk, but really my spiritual walk too. Just knowing that there's so much more that I could do to be better in my life and be a better babysitter or just a better friend and just a better person. So I really enjoy reading those books because they're really helping me to go the distance, not just to go for the small things, but to really look at the bigger picture. Very good. Do you have any specific book recommendations, Kaylin? If not, no, no pressure. It's not one of the student startup books I've read, but it is a really good book. It's called More Disciples. It really helps you to look in your spiritual walk with God and how to like really just share with other people about God. And just it honestly helps with entrepreneurship, too. It really just uh, helps you get out there in the world. Very good. One of the things I'd also love for you to speak to is when you're making money, and you're making great money, you're making more money at 13 than you could with any other job. So congratulations. What do you do with your money when you earn it? Like, what's your money management philosophy? Uh, right now, I save half of whatever I make 
and put it to a car savings. I would love to have a car when I turn 16 just to kind of get around, get to babysitting jobs and school and stuff like that. So a lot of that goes there. And then I tie 10% of my money and the rest gets split into a savings and a spending. I have another savings for uh, like if I want to save up for anything just for fun and a spending account. That is cool. That is so cool. Again, if you do that the rest of your life, you'll be so successful. And what a cool way to show your priorities through the way you manage your money. You're giving some to your church. You're enjoying some, but you're saving half of it for your future. That's amazing. That's so cool. I know we talked a little bit about some different tools that you're able to use. I know you tried out the Gravy Stack app. I know you've read the Value Creation Kid book. Anything on either of those two apps that may be helpful to our audience? I would definitely recommend uh, the Gravy Stack book, uh, Value Creation Kid. It is really good. It really teaches you um, good skills to have as an entrepreneur and just as a person, honestly. It really has some good things on how to manage your money and how to really make a good life. It has really good life skills that I think everyone should have, like how to do your laundry, how to make your bed, just creating those little habits to make life just a little bit easier. I would agree. I I read it and it was helpful to me. And knowing that it's helpful to teenagers and adults and kids and everybody across the board, good recommendation. Okay, and we are almost out of time here, but I would just like to close with a couple more questions. As you think about advice for other students, you've shared a little bit already, but as you think about growing your business, growing yourself, any additional advice that you'd like to share with the students who are listening? Something I like to live by in my uh, business that I have is definitely perseverance. You will come up with challenges and you may have a plan that you're going to do this with a kid that you're babysitting for. Trust me, you aren't. You need to be flexible. Kids change their mind really fast, but definitely perseverance because you will have some challenges. But it honestly, if you go through those and you work towards being better in your business and in your life, it'll turn out for the better. Kaylin, such a good example. Let's go a little deeper on that. If you wouldn't mind even opening up to the audience who's listening, you are going through one of those challenges right now. You have worked hard to build your babysitting business and it's been on ice recently, literally due to an injury. Would you mind sharing with that with, with the audience? Yes. So I did have an injury towards the beginning of the summer. I broke my collarbone which caused me to not be able to push, lift, or uh, pull anything. So it was really hard to kind of give up my business for the summer and kind of put a little quits on that. But it has definitely taught me that I don't have control of everything. I need to just be flexible and let God's plan go through. It has definitely been a little bit of a challenge, but I'm very excited to say that I have been cleared and I can babysit again. So that is, it's very big for me. Hey, congratulations. So I wanted you to share that because you're going to have some students that are listening. They say, oh, cool. Easy for Kaylin to say she's had this easy life and everything goes goes easy and and right for her. I'm struggling with my life. And so to hear your discipline and your positivity, you're sitting here with a smile on your face, telling the story of going through a pretty traumatic injury that slowed down your business. And what great news that you're cleared and you're back in action. Great, great news. Well, Kaylin, there's, there's something else I'd love to, to dive into. One of our principles that we talk about at Student Startup is the importance of choosing good business partners. And one of the big ones for young entrepreneurs is their parents. 
let's be honest, without your parents, you have no business. Would you mind speaking a little bit, Kaylin, about how you partner with your parents? So it is very important that uh, me and my parents have a good relationship with each other because it has allowed me to have transportation to get to jobs and they've really pushed me on how to become a better business owner and a babysitter and pet sitter for my customers. They've given me really good advice for uh, my business and they've taught me good things to save for like a car. They've taught me that saving for a car is going to be good in the future because I'm going to need that car to get to jobs. I'm going to need that car to get to school, just stuff like that. So they've really helped me push myself and uh, become a better business owner in that way. Students, I hope you're hearing this. Even when you're successful, like Kaylin is, you have to stay humble and you have to continue to submit to your parents for a number of reasons. One is it's a, it's a wise business move. They are a key business partner. Also, in terms of safety, your parents need to know where you are. They need to know who you're babysitting for. They need to know the people you're babysitting for. Kaylin, I just could not be more happy to have you on the podcast. You're a great example of our core values. You're humble. You want to learn and get better. You're hungry. You're trying to be the best business owner you can be. And you are people smart. You communicate well with clients, with your customers, with the little customers you serve. My hope is that the students listening to this will be inspired by the way you're growing your business and you're growing yourself. Keep up the great work. Thank you.